Our sponsor is AZCS Technology. If you are a digital creator or looking for stuff to make your art better, give them a call. AZCS Technology. Where technology meets the creative. Ghost House. Welcome to Ghost House. Welcome to now. Ghost House. Hey. Well, we're uh, not sure if you can hear us. <laughs> uh, we can't hear ourselves. It's crazy. We can't set up our own headphones in this We don't know studio. how to do things. So. We are. <laughs> we're so useless. Alert. We are pretty dumb and useless. We cannot <laughs> set up our own recording. But like, we're. Our professionals couldn't really set it up either. So it's it's very difficult. Yeah. Like, there's a couple people here who can set it up. And they're not actually here right, right now. And if we had actually tested this while they were here, they probably could have fixed they it. They could have fixed it very easily. We, they, we just didn't. And so it's we're, fine. we're recording in Everything the dark. Everything is The ear fine. dark. The, the ear, ear dark. <laughs> <laughs> you know what the I mean? Dark. We're, I like that. We're not going in blind. We're going in... We're going in deaf. We're going in deaf. Which is a terrible, that's a terrible thing thing to have for a uh, audio (sighs) medium. Like you should be able to know what you sound like. And we do not know. We just can guess. We We can can hear ourselves. Yeah. With our own own boring ears. But not our uh, helpful headphone ears. So enough about our problems. Yeah. No, I want to talk more about our problems. (laughs) I love talking about my problems, actually. I think the headphones are most useful for like when we turn away from the mic and then right, we can I, remember like, oh shit, no, yeah. you have to actually talk into it. Or like That's, if I start to laugh really loud. Then you can be like, I'm like, I need to tone that down. Yeah. See, I don't know how that sounds. I have no idea. We'll find out when we listen to this for notes later. You mean when you listen to this? Let's be honest. I like never fucking listen. I'm going to be better. I promise. I'm Mm going to be better. Uh huh. Sure you are. I know. You don't believe me. But I want to. Here's the thing. I want to be better. (laughs) So. It's okay. Look, if you want to have input into what gets cut out of the episode, you should listen to to the episode and make notes. This is why I sound so dumb. Because (laughs) you just keep all my dumb shit in. No, I'm just kidding. Oh my goodness. I don't think you sound dumb, so. That's the thing. Like, I think I sound dumb. I don't think you sound dumb, but I'm much more harsh on myself. Sometimes I do sound dumb. I think I in like a comical way. So I'm not. I'm not that upset about it, but it's still like maybe people (laughs) think I'm really dumb. Well, you know what? People can think I'm dumb. That's fine with me. Because I don't care about your opinion. Because it's right. It's not an opinion. It's a fact. (laughs) Um, Oh, so quick side note. Me oh. and Connie are wearing our ghost gifts that we got last week. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> we'll oh, take we pictures should, later. We should, and we'll a, post we, we should have had we'll someone take a picture tonight. of us. We, we should could selfie it. Yeah, we could. I'm pretty good I'll at I'll put selfies. my leg next to your head. <laughs> next to my head. Yeah. <laughs> or that won't just, be. No, be like, just across your lap, we'll put my legs. <laughs> no faces no in this faces. photo. <laughs> oh, God. We're such weirdos. Um, did we say welcome to Ghost House? Yeah, we said welcome okay. to Ghost House. We said it twice. Know. We're gonna cut out the first one. I don't. I don't know because it's rambling anymore. It's been a day. Oh man, it has been a day. 
Goodness oh gracious. God. I drank almost the entire bottle of wine already. Well, I had an extra large coffee because I needed like a fucking boost. And now I'm drinking wine. This wine is giving me a boost. I was like yawning the whole way here. But now I feel energized. Ready to go. I don't know why I say that the coffee is going to give me a boost because it doesn't. It just makes me feel better because coffee does not make like energize me at all. Oh, no. Which is crazy because it's so much caffeine. Yeah, but you probably drink so much of it that it doesn't affect you anymore. But like, I don't know. Something's just wrong with me. I mean, you probably just drink way too much caffeine, so it can't affect you. Um, it actually helps me sleep. That's, we may have talked about that's this. upsetting and backwards. <laughs> Maybe we've talked about it. I don't know if it was on the show. I can't remember. I don't know. I don't remember what we say on the show. Weird things that I do. Hmm. I don't know. Anyway, hey. Did anything spooky happen to you this week? I thought you'd never ask. Uh, I was going to ev- ask eventually because I'm a ghost of agenda. I was actually open. just looking at. I was looking at the ghost agenda too. Um, Same brain. I oh actually you know what yeah this morning, so I've been waking up really early lately. Mm-hmm. Like never good. five a.m. Mm, like that. And my cats are getting used to that. Oh no! So now my cats are waking me up, even if I don't automatically wake up myself. And I, something's just going on with me. I don't know what it is. I just don't sleep anymore. And so this morning, um, I got, like, I woke up and then I heard, like, this, like, noise, like a cat noise. Like, they're crawling into, or, like, scratching at something. They're getting into some. Right. They're getting like, into some shit. Yeah. And I'm like, and I thought it was cuddles because she likes to burrow into like my clothes and stuff because I'm I have clothes everywhere and so I'm like I've seen your house yeah (laughs) (laughs) I'm like cuddles and then I realize she's next to me and then like oh it must be the other cat no he's by my feet and I'm like I'm too tired to investigate this so I'm just going back to sleep and then I did for like 20 minutes Oh man, because I'm awful at sleep. So uh, that's ghost all I got. Cat. I'm telling you, I, I sw- it's a ghost or cat. there is an animal living in my home, and I just don't know it because I'm that much of a slob. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think you're quite that bad. I think I think you would notice a living animal inside oh, your I, home. Probably. I I, I, tell, I told you this story, and maybe it's I don't know if I told it on here, but there was a story about a. My sister told me about it. There's a story of a girl who just constantly kept piles of clothes. And that's what I do. Like, when I do laundry, I just pile my clothes. Yeah. And then I wear my clothes from my pile. And I'm just, like, that's just how my life is. And so I guess there was a girl who had, like, did the same thing. And then it turned out there was a man hiding in her pile of clothes. That sounds so fake. No. It's (gasps) real. How is it real? It was, like, on the fucking news. How could he hide in the She was so messy. That's such so a many large clothes. pile of clothes. He hid in the clothes. Wow. Isn't that shit nuts? That like is, that, that makes so me want to like step on my piles of things. Okay, like, just yeah. Occasionally, sure. occasionally give your piles of things good yeah. kicks and stuff. Like kick them over. Stab it with a knife. Yeah, you know. Well, don't fuck up your clothes. I mean Well, yeah, no, that's right. Just kick it. Hit it with like a baseball. Yes. Real hard. Yes. It'll, it'll be like, oh, just. And then if someone's under it, they'll be you've immobilized them slightly. Yeah. And then like you really start hitting him yeah or her you know yeah yeah you gotta knows? you st- gotta start poking at your clothes with a mm-hmm. with a baseball bat and by so. poke i mean extremely violently yes. whack him yes because you can't hurt the clothes 
It only hurt the creeps. <sighs> exactly. Oh, man. Well, anything spooky happened to you? Um, so this weekend, um, me and my boyfriend went out to get more fish because that's what we do. Mm-hmm. <laughs> we have so many fish in our pond and our, our pond's going to get expanded this summer. So it's going to be maybe three times as big. Wow. So it's going to be huge. It's going to be already huge. pretty big. Yeah, it's already pretty big, but like it's going to be even bigger. I think above the ground a little bit. And <gasps> yeah, that's so cool. Yeah. <laughs> we got the fish. We're coming back and driving down the windows down. It's all nice. And I hear this knocking on the door, the car door. I'm in the passenger seat, like just knock, knock, knock. And I kind of feel it. <gasps> and I'm like, what the fuck? I'm like, what? Is this Was it car? while you were driving? Yeah. While we were moving. <gasps> and I'm just like, what the fuck is happening? And like happens again a few minutes later. I'm like, oh God, is this car haunted now? What oh my happened? God. And I was like, I can't be the seatbelt because I have my seatbelt on. I can feel right. it. And then it happened like a third time. I was like, what the fuck? And so I reach back and I'm like, oh, I'm not wearing my seatbelt. Oh my I'm- God. <laughs> That's even more terrifying. No, I was wearing my purse and it oh. felt like a seatbelt. But it was totally the seatbelt, like, in the wind, like, <laughs> knocking against the door. And I was, like, freaked the fuck out. I was like, what the fuck? Someone's oh. knocking on this door. And it was totally, sometimes it's not a ghost. Sometimes it's the wind. Yeah. We no, you know what? <laughs> but ghosts are wind. So, so maybe it was, was a ghost telling you to put your fucking seatbelt on. Yeah. That's what <laughs> like, it was. Hey, hey, bitch, I died in a car accident. Put on your seatbelt. Right. <laughs> Oh, oh man, wow. I felt so dumb. That's funny. I'm glad I didn't like. But say- I'm glad you also found out you weren't wearing. Your yeah, seatbelt. yeah. I'm also glad I didn't like voice my concerns out loud and like yeah. sound really dumb to my boyfriend at the time. Like that's okay. He'll hey, just hey. listen to this podcast now. <laughs> He'll find out later. <laughs> oh man, I'm gonna fix this real quick. Yeah, I guess then we just go into our topic. I wanted to do this topic so badly because oh, yeah. it is dear to my heart. Um, but this week we are going to have stories about possession. Possession. Possession is and I feel three like that's a s- tenths of the law. Isn't that a song? I don't know. Pos- maybe it, I feel like it's, there's gotta be so many songs else. about possessions and I wish I had listened to them today because usually when I, when I'm typing up my notes about my stories, I listen to my, uh, ghost stories, um, playlist, which oh. is just a bunch of songs that have ghost in the title. <laughs> It's not like that guy's haunted MacBook where it just has everything spooky, spooky music. No, <laughs> spooky music. it's just it's just like when if they have if the song is vaguely like they mention a ghost, and like some most of the time the ghost is just like an allegory. Okay, I'm a... right. Sarah McLaughlin has a song called Possession, oh. and I, like for whatever reason, every time I say Possession, I think of that song. <laughs> so, that was a side note. Side note. I hope it's cool jam. I like it. At least I, I think I do. I don't if it's remember. the song I think it is. Oh God! I need to stop editing my document accidentally. But anyway, <laughs> yeah. Sorry, um, we're talking about possession today because uh, they are creepy. Yes, but really interesting. Yes, this is so true. Um, to, also, I'll, cues like biggest fears. Like yeah, being possessed. I, one day it's gonna happen, man. I don't it's, think so. I'm I so think scared. It'll be fine, but maybe it will. But hopefully, it won't. Yeah. I think that would be fine. That would really suck. Yeah. Ghosts, no possession. <laughs> or it's just demons. I didn't even look. Like, Well, I think sometimes ghosts can possess people because sometimes that's what ghosts want to do. They want to possess a living person to basically be able to live again. Okay. 
But I didn't do a story about that. I did like straight up demon bullshit because <sighs> demons are usually. I think actually you both have stories that involve Ed and Lorraine Warren. Because, they do because they're the best. Uh, here's the thing about Ed and Lorraine Warren. You cannot find any case of possession no. in recent memory with that it does not involve that them. Yeah. Like they, even if it's not in this country, they've probably yeah, touched it. Like if, if anyone so much as like breathes a word possession, like mm-hmm. you would suddenly hear... Hey, we're at in Lorraine. We're here to help you with your little possession problem. Like and they like were Lorraine's always got there. brownies. Yeah, <laughs> like they were all they were always up and about and uh, taking care of this demon bullshit yeah. business. Especially when I had to do with families. Like they were yeah. very into helping families. Right, right. So yeah, um, I'm gonna tell mine first, just because. That's fine. I'll I'll explain why. Okay, because yours is probably gonna be better. I don't think so. <laughs> So I decided oh, wait, we have to we have to talk about the stages of possession first. Oh yeah, you should do that. Yeah, for okay. sure. So our stages of possession. The first stage of possession is manifestation. Um, this is when the in- entity is invited in intentionally or unintentionally. It could happen either way. So like the Luigi board, the Ouija board, <laughs> the or the Luigi board, the Wadja board. <laughs> you know, yeah. So that happens. I mean. Whatever. I'm not going to demonize the Ouija board because I don't believe it's really responsible for a lot of yeah. this bullshit. But fight me, bros. Um, and then the next step is infestation. Um, that's when the entity makes itself known. You get your classic haunting signs, feelings of being watched, hear knocks, scratches on the walls, whispers, sometimes growls, uh, strange electrical occurrences um, that can't be explained, and some light poltergeist activity. And then the next step is oppression. Um, one of their favorite tactics is to make it difficult for the target to sleep, oftentimes making loud noises, causing disturbing nightmares, unnatural sexual dreams, and hallucinations. Another way is to find or, or exp- and expose any weaknesses, fears, or guilt, or grief, and use them as a trigger. And then the last step is the possession. It's when the target, the target's active free will has been breached and the entity has access to the body. At this point of the possession, people will report blacking out or watching from above while the uh, entity has control of their body. Well, yeah, they like wore them down so much. It's like you yeah. know, can't fight them anymore. Right. And it, Yeah. Crazy. I know. Well, if I have any uh, sexual dreams... <laughs> sorry that was like the one thing i caught from that whole list i will be like oh you weren't even listening so, to me no i was oh my god is this because we don't have headphones this week i was just trying to make you a could, joke you, oh i'm, I'm not sorry. very funny oh no i was just taking it personally no <laughs> all right yeah tell me so, a story i went with the Perrin family which is the story um, that inspired The Conjuring, the first movie. Yep. So Roger and his wife Carolyn and their five daughters, so there's Andrea, Nancy, Christine, Cynthia, and April. They moved into their home in Harrisville, Rhode Island in 1970. And so it was like this um, farm, like a, it's kind of like a farmhouse, but I don't know if they actually had like a farm. It was more like farmland. Um, it was... Built in 1793 and was surrounded by 200 acres. So lots of land. The previous owners had told uh, Roger that they might want to keep the lights on at night. And they quickly began to see why. <laughs> That's when you know that you, like, shit's going to go down. Like yeah. you're, The people you're buying from are like, by the way, maybe just keep the light on. Maybe sleep with the lights on. That's fine. You know. 
Um, so right when they moved in, they started to notice several bizarre occurrences, strange voices in the middle of the night that cried mama, Mm-mm. and furniture moving about of its own accord. Nope. So that's just like first first few days. Yeah. For the most part, the spirits were harmless, but not all the ghosts at Harrisville were welcome visitors. Some would yank the girls' legs and hair during the middle of the night. Others would loudly bang the front door of the home with such force that the entire house would shake. Doors would slam shut on their own, while others would stay frozen in place. I'm sorry, if a do- like door shutting, cool, that's scary. But if a door doesn't fucking move, there's I would like lose my shit. Yeah, especially if so, you're trying to get through this door and it's just not right. Like just not. Just well, like, not even that it's cl- like I'm imagining it's like slightly it was, ajar. Oh, it's open and, and like it's not, you're just you like can't move it. Yeah, it's just mm-hmm. either yeah. way, it's some bull. Shit, creepy <laughs> bullshit. Ah, uh. um. Sorry, I'm shaking the table. No, you're good. It's just so enthusiastically. So I so I talked about the so one spirit um continuously cried out "Mama" at night. Yes. And then there was another apparition. It was a man that tortured eight year old Cindy, telling her over and over, "There are seven dead soldiers buried in the wall." Oh. So that's fun. Um, one of the parents recalled a small, delicate spirit appearing to be about four years old, roaming the house crying. Um, and they think that's the one that was calling out for mama, their mother. Yeah. One of the spirits was so evil. Oh, so the parent family to this day will not disclose what it did to them. But Andrea Perrin, who authored a book and I'll go over the book later, but she hinted that the unmentionable spirit may have molested some of the young girls because when asked about the spirit um, during an interview, she avoided the question, telling the reporter, let's just say there was a very bad male spirit in, a, in the home with five little girls, which really disturbs me. Yeah. <sighs> because they're like, they end up actually, and I talk about this later, but they stayed in the house for 10 years. Yeah, because they couldn't, so I don't think they could afford the, yeah, to it was, move. They like, couldn't, yeah, financially they weren't able to move. They had a huge family, yeah. and like this was supposed to be their dream home. And right, then, like, and they were going to like, that was it, you know. Yeah. But that really, really upsets me. But anyway, um, so then there was a night when Carolyn, the mom, says that all the ghosts in the home gathered around her and Roger's bed like a coven of witches holding burning torches. Ooh. And one of the ghosts what said, the we'll drive ye out with fiery broom. Oh. We'll drive ye mad with death and gloom. Oh. Ooh, rhyming bitchy ghost. I, know, I like right? it. <laughs> Hell so, yeah. Uh, this they believe was the ghost of, and I don't know if I'm saying it right, Bathsheba? Is that how you say it? Bath- uh. Bathsheba? Thayer? Bathsheba? Oh. Um, Bathsheba. I think it's Bathsheba. Yeah. If I'm saying that wrong, someone correct me. Um, so she lived in the house in the 1800s. Uh, she was a mother of four children. Three had died at a young age, um, which wasn't super uncommon at the time, but people were still suspicious of her. Some of the townspeople believed that she was sacrificing her children to the devil. Like you do. Um, which I've... You know, there isn't much like evidence of evidence that. of it. I but mean, there's never much evidence yeah. of anyone sacrificing from, anyone to the devil. That also was, from like the 1800s. Yeah, <laughs> like, um, but many believe that she was a witch. Yeah, like you do. Mm-hmm. 
Um, so the whole family was being haunted by this um, Bathsheba. Again, not sure. <laughs> I'm just gonna. I feel like yeah. that's not how it's pronounced. I know, but I, I feel don't, like it's wrong. I don't know how it's pronounced yeah. um, at all. But she was especially fond of Caroline, the mom. So fond in a. I'm gonna like chase I'm gonna you haunt out you all the time. <laughs> I'm gonna chase you out of this yeah. house with this burning she was stick. Like, oh, another mom. We can bond <laughs> by we like bond. me doing shit to you. I'm a psycho. I'm a psycho and ghost. She would also. She would often show herself to her. Oh God. Um, and I, I, I don't have it in my notes, but I want to say a lot of the things I read said that this specific ghost um, looked like her neck was broken. So, like, her head was always, like, tilted to the side. Uh, she was probably hung as a witch. Yeah. So Or hanged. But Shit. Which is it hung or hanged? I never... I want to say both. Hanged. I think it was hanged. Hanged. For I feel like it changes. Like, for a while, people will say hung, and then it's like, no, you it's hanged. I think you hang people, and if, like... It's, it's an a, item? You It's hung on the wall. Okay. that That's probably yeah, right. Yeah, I think that's right. But yeah, she would often show herself to Carolyn, and um, she also made it apparent that she had a thing for Roger. Mm. Touching she wanted him. to give Roger the old Roger, did she? <laughs> <laughs> she would touch him inappropriately when she thought he was alone. Um, he must have like uh. gave up the "I'm open to go sex" vibe. Oh no. <laughs> Um, and she was extremely jealous and wanted Carolyn out of the house. Well, I thought she liked Carolyn. Well, she liked to bother her. Okay. Not like liked her as like okay. a friend. She All loved right. bothering her. Oh, right. <laughs> I guess that's true. Yeah, totally. Um, I have people that I like to bother. Right. But they think that she had like pleasure in tormenting Carolyn. She would slap and pinch her on many occasions. What a bitch. I know, right? So here we go. The family eventually reached out to Ed and Lorraine Warren, my favorite paranormal couple, <laughs> um, and they did an investigation. During, during that time, they conducted a seance that caused Carolyn Perrin to be temporarily possessed. Um, their daughter, Andrea, remembered the night the seance took place and said, I thought I was going to pass out. My mother began to speak a language not of this world in a voice not her own, and her chair levitated and she was thrown across the room. And I think one, th one thing I read said it was like 20 feet, which is that's a lot. Wow, yeah. Um, so funny that I picked possessions because... That's all that there is of her possession. Yeah. Now There's that I'm, not I'm, much shit. from it. I think I accidentally picked a similar kind of thing. And I'm, that's fine. I just realized that. I'm like, wait a second. Possession. I don't think there's much possession in my story. But there's like a ton of shit that happened to them. Oh, like yeah. so many things. And I'll... Like I, it was all leading up to a possession, but it right. didn't get quite there. Like it kind of got there, but it didn't quite get there. Right. Like... It was never a lasting problem. It was just like a thing. Oh, man. Well, and like the only reason like she was possessed was because of the seance that was held by right. the Warrens. So um, it, I guess having the Warrens around only made things worse. And um, Bathsheba became more violent. And then the family demanded that they leave like immediately because they're like, you're not helping things. You're kind of making it worse. Yeah. Um, so it's, I don't know how it actually went down, but it said in one thing I read after they left, 
the ghost left the body of Carolyn but continued the ha- to haunt the house. So I don't know if she was continued like continued to be possessed after the séance and then when they left she left her body or if it was just like a short little spurt where she just got possessed for like 5 minutes. Yeah. But like I said earlier because of financial reasons they lived in the house for 10 years and then once they were finally able to sell it they moved to Georgia. Um, the home itself still, um, and I don't know when this article is from, but I guess it still stands um, and has had many new residents who have all encountered spirits who still live there. Oh. Um, and I actually was looking up YouTube videos and Andrea. So Andrea actually wrote the book, um, and this is my recommended reading, actually. I haven't read it yet. I will pick it up, though, because I really want to read it. Yeah. It's called House of Darkness, House of Light, and it's by Andrea Perrin. And it's about all of her personal experiences in the house. I mean, that's got to be awesome because it's she was old enough to remember. Yeah. And um, there are YouTube videos of her actually visiting the woman who lives in that house now. And they just kind of talk about what happened and what she experiences now. And it's it's pretty cool. Um, but yeah, so not actually a whole lot of possession happening in this story. You know actually, I'm just looking through my notes and I'm pretty sure there's no goddamn possession in my story. It's just called a possession in Massachusetts and I don't think there's actually any possession. Like I'm like looking at the things and I'm looking at my notes and I'm like, oh shit. That's okay. No, no. I'll have, I have a backup. <laughs> I have is a backup. It, is it the son of Sam? Uh, no, it's not. One. Like I should have fucking done, I should have done like the thing that the exorcism was, ba- exorcist was based See, off was because like, that was an I actual, right. like, yeah, man, I'm just, we can do another one. I mean, there's a lot look, of stories. We'll do position part two. Electric yeah. Boogaloo. The real possessions. <laughs> the real possessions. <laughs> the possessioning. Okay. I guess I'll just do my, whatever. I'll do the, the non-possession story. Me. Cause I just, I realized I was just like going through it and I'm like, la la la. Like, but there was, there was an exorcism, but there's, n- there, I don't think there was actually a possession in this fucking story. Oh, I am so dumb. It's okay. I, there was barely one in mine. I had to like look for it because it was like in none of the articles I read. Yeah. I had to look for it. And then there yeah. was something that I read that someone said that the possession never happened. Yeah. And it was just in the movie. But I'm like, no, because the daughter actually says, and it's it's not like a full on possession where the spirit's in her for a long time, but yeah, it definitely it happened for her a body little bit, for like which is probably a, like a few minutes. Yeah, I so. mean, yeah, who knows how long the exorcism lasts or the seance lasts? Se- yeah, that's what it was. So yeah, that's okay. Man, I'm so mad. I'm so mad at myself, and I'm <sighs> fucking now. I'm mad at Ed and Lorraine because maybe they have something to do with like it being called a possession, right? Because <laughs> maybe it's their fault. Oh, those demon mongers. All right. <laughs> so I'm going to tell... I'm just going to go through this real quick okay. then. Because then I'll tell the other thing quick. that is cool. Okay. I mean... Ugh. Oh I'll my tell God. my backup thing. That's why I always have two stories. Because I, <laughs> I'm such Wait, a fuck up. I forgot one really cool thing about my story real Okay, quick. cool. Tell me. Tell me. <laughs> I'm tell sorry. Me. It's okay. Okay. No. So um, during an interview, and I don't remember which girl it was, but one of the daughters was asked, like... Oh, it was after The Conjuring was made. They're like, so did you guys play the clapping, like, um, hide and seek, like they do in the movie? She's like, we didn't do the clapping, but we did hide and seek. And I guess the one girl was hiding in this, like, um, conta- like a wooden... Oh, like, oh, like a like wooden a box? box? A trunk? Yeah, a yeah. trunk. I think it was a trunk. 
And um, so she hid in there and then she was ready to get out and she went to push it open and it wouldn't open. She was in it for 20. She she was fighting to get out for 20 minutes. Finally, she gave up and then her the oldest sister came and opened it up. And like she she like almost like suffocated in that box because there were no holes. Yeah. It was like airtight. Oh, man, that's super fucked up. So I think I listened to that interview, though. Oh, did you? Yeah. It's I, so creepy. I think it was a darkness radio interview. Okay. I'm going to say. Um, but it's really hard to find their specific interviews in the archives. Like, I've yeah. tried to, like, I don't know why. I can't, like, I look up, like, oh, I remember hearing this on this show. And I try to look up the exact episode, and it's almost impossible to find. Like, you get sent to the archive. You click the link. You see it on the Google results. You click the link, and you get sent to this page. And, like, I can't see it anywhere on yeah. this page. So it's just, like, I guess you just have to, like, start from the beginning to make notes yourself. <laughs> <laughs> Like, and there's a lot of episodes, oh, but I'm sure. like, you could just skip the ones that are about aliens because who cares about that? <laughs> I do. I know. Personally, I don't. I find not as much as ghosts, though. I mean, aliens are out there, but like, I ain't going to do nothing about aliens. Come at me, <laughs> aliens. All right. All right. Tell sorry. me your story. Sorry. Cool. All right. I'm going to tell you the story about uh, uh, the possession of the Passetto family. So this family, they move into this house in Lee, Massachusetts. It's a mom, a dad, and two children, I want to say. Okay. Blah, blah, blah. They're devout Catholics. You know how that goes. And this house has actually, I think it was in their family for a long time. Um, It wasn't until two years after moving in that this specific family moved in um, that they started to feel like there was something wrong or something haunting, something mm-hmm. going spooky going on. One spring night, um, Mrs. Passetto began receiving nightly vis- visits from a spectral, white, shady-looking thing that okay. looked like a young boy who spoke in a kind voice. Uh-oh. Uh, well, you know, sometimes children are demons. Sometimes children are always demons (laughs) sometimes ghost children are demons and sometimes real children are demons yes let's be real (laughs) parents are kids (laughs) um while the apparition was gentle and seemed pretty peaceful the passettos felt like they should get rid of it because it was spooky and because they're catholic and and they're catholics not okay (laughs) so they had a priest come over and had him perform a blessing uh, and then they thought, oh, okay, everything's cool. Everything's going to be fine. Uh, no. That just pissed it off or pissed something off mm-hmm. because that's when shit got real. In place of the sweet, spooky boy, this uh, unearthly creature hunched-backed and dressed in black robes oh. that loomed over everyone like started appearing. It growled and snarled. Nasty things, vulgar things. Oh, yeah. They're not very specific, but they're good Catholics, so I guess they're not going to be specific. Right. Um, it called itself the Minister of God, which, <laughs> uh huh. Yeah, sure. Big, giant, creepy thing. Uh, beyond the spooky verbal bullshit, it also started to get getting physical with Mrs. Passetto specifically. Um, she suffered claw marks on her back, her stomach, her breasts, and face after being dragged around oh, the bedroom. Man. Yeah. These poor moms. Yeah. It's always the moms. Like, why are you always attacking understand. the moms? Moms have it hard enough. Yeah. Attack the Leave asshole dads who are always alone. like, I don't believe in ghosts. Right. Give these dads. Give them a taste of some medicines. 
Uh, so yeah, like, but Mr. Passetto watched in terror as his beloved was levitated onto on the bed, and it was vibrating and hovering, and he was like, I I don't know what to do. Like the bed, whole bed was up in the air and oh, vibrating. The bed, it. the bed, and her on it. So was he on it with? No, no, he so was. He was off. He the was bed, off the bed. She was on and the bed. And it was, was like all up in the air. Shit. And he was like, "What the fuck am I gonna do about this?" I guess nothing. Maybe I'll pray a little bit. I can't do anything. Right. So yeah, that's what you do. Uh, so this terrible forest uh, attacked the house. Refrigerators were ripped from the walls. Metal bookcases toppled over on the floor. Um, a crucifix was yanked out of the hand of their 14-year-old son. Um, it just day in and di- day out, um, there was so much bullshit happening. Uh, they reached out f- to medical pr- professionals for some reason. Instead of going back to the priest, uh, the medical pr- professionals were like, no, you're crazy and you're making it up. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, exactly. That's how medical professionals often do. Um, but then I guess they got recommended to Ed and Lorraine Warren. That's what happened in like the this 70s was nineteen eighty one. I don't think I rem- I don't think I mentioned the time, but this was in the eighties. So. Yeah, the seventies eighties. I feel like was a big time for them. Yeah, that's when they were big deal all over the place. They were hot. They were hot. The Warrens were hot. <laughs> <laughs> they were probably also physically hot. I don't know. Lorraine was hot. Mm-hmm. I don't know about Ed. I don't know. Who cares? Let's just say they were. <laughs> I'm going to assume. I've seen photos of Ed. Okay. Well, he's dead now. <laughs> so we can't speak ill of the dead. He might come back and haunt God. us. That would be cool. All right. Let's speak cool ill of him. I'd be cool. Ed. Ed, you're Ed not Lord. a looker. I've seen some photos too. And I'm just going to say, I'm going to put it out there. Mm, I think Lorraine could have done a lot better. Lorraine but was, Lorraine was a good looking lady. Look, I'm just saying, dude. Right, you're I'm a sorry. lucky man, even though yeah. you're dead now. We're terrible people. Um, the Warrens visited <laughs> the Pisettos and they instantly detected the classical signs of paranormal activity. Ugh. Yeah, they saw the entity, the horrible, glowing, tall, looming thing with the robes. They okay. actually saw that, and they were like, oh, obviously, that's very demonic. We don't like that. So, oh, yeah, they had an exorcism. They called in a priest to do an exorcism. There was no possession. That's the end. That's the end. Well, there's an I'm exorcism. sorry. Yeah, like, they never actually had a possession, though. Like, they just, they were like, this is clearly spooky. Look at that entity. That's some bullshit. Let's get in a priest. Mm-hmm. And the priest came in and performed an exorcism. And it was a whole big to-do. The walls and floor were vibrating. Uh, the basement filled with smoke. Um, but when the ritual was done, there was no more paranormal activity. Like, oh. after the exorcism, they were free and clear. And they never were haunted again. Wow. So, yeah. But they were never possessed. None of them. So I'm mad that I picked this for my fucking possession story because I just well, it's like I found I a, wasn't paying I found attention. A list of possessions. And I wasn't like, paying attention. I was just like making notes. On no, and that's totally uh, fine. Like I'm so I dumb. Am, no, no, no. I think it's we just we gotta get a second possession episode where we both actually pick when up we possession. Do, when we do real, real possessions. Yeah. Um, yeah. Man, I'm just. No, I think that was a very. I I mean, like there was just so much ghost shit that I got yeah. distracted by that. Then I well, forgot here. about I the actual like, oh, main theme of the episode was and possession. This happened, and then I was like, yeah. "When did she get possessed?" Yeah, because <laughs> I knew it was the mom. I just and it was I just it was the wasn't same. finding it. Yeah, 
God, I'm just... No. Boo me. There's this article from the New York Post called My Mysterious Lost Month of Madness by Susanna Callahan. It's from October uh, 2009. Um, basically, this woman goes through a lot of what would we would consider a possession like she has a complete personality change like she like basically goes crazy and she doesn't know why and she hallucinates she loses her memory she has blackouts wow yeah and like this is this basically happened to her but she had a medical thing this is what happened so like it just started one uh spring day uh she was walking to her class or work or something and like suddenly everything was just so bright like she lives in New York, so going through Times Square, like the ads and the noise yeah. and the lights, like it was just all so much and it was so loud and painful and she just, ugh. So she got into her work and she asked a friend, have you ever felt like not yourself? Have you ever felt completely off? And the friend's like, yeah, of course. Haha, I hardly ever feel my, like myself. So like, I don't think you know what I'm actually yeah, talking about. Yeah, I don't about. think you actually know what I'm talking about. <laughs> <laughs> so she tries to like laugh it off and... Um, but she started to feel started to feel numb on her left side of her body. Was um, she having a heart attack or sh- like a stroke? Is it a stroke? Yeah. No, heart attack is left arm numb. But you can also, if you have numbness on half of your body, that's also okay. often a stroke. Okay. But it was not consistent, like, and it wasn't like so severe that she lost complete control over. Okay. So like, so but she felt it sometimes. T- like she was twenty four years old. She was healthy. But yeah. then suddenly she was starting to feel, like feel weird and like she couldn't sleep. She was like worried about like what was going on in her brain, like and she was right. worried about like what was going on with her body. Like it was just weird. Um, one day she was at her desk and she just started crying hysterically for no reason. Oh, she man. just didn't know. She was working on an article and she was like da 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 da, and she just started sobbing like out of nowhere. And everyone was like, "What is going on with you?" And she's like, "I don't know." Uh, later when she got home, she was like, what the fuck is wrong with me? I don't know what's going on. Um, so she goes to her doctor, gets a bunch of tests, MRIs. There's nothing wrong. He's like, maybe it's mono or a virus. And like they, right. Like there's nothing. But then she had a, a seizure. Oh, wow. Yeah. So she had a seizure. She had her first seizure. Um, and then there was the last thing she could remember for a month. So this entire month is now like. The only thing she knows about it is because her dad kept uh, notes in a spiral notebook. She woke up in the hospital. Um, they had CAT scans, but like they came up clean. But her behavior was incredibly bizarre. Um, she said she told her boyfriend that she was dying of melanoma. She was not dying of melanoma, but that's just, like one of the first right. things that she told him after she woke up. Um, she started to rant about suing the doctors and believed that they were out to get her. The neurologist didn't seem worried, even though she was, had a seizure and was increasingly paranoid and delusional. Yeah. He, actually, the, uh, neurologist was like, it's probably withdrawal from alcohol. Was she an alcoholic? No, she wasn't. Then how is that even relevant? Because she had a seizure and it is maybe a common thing for withdrawal from alcohol but like everyone's around her saying no she's not an alcoholic but they're like "Mm, no she probably is actually so like it was just a bullshit doctor thing going hey no i think this was wrong (sighs) she stopped sleeping she refused to eat she paced in the halls she couldn't control her rambling thoughts she ranted to her mother and father she convinced herself that 
she was bipolar and she was having a nervous breakdown and then she had a second seizure. Blood and foam spurted out of her (gasps) mouth. Oh my God. Yeah. Um, Overwhelmed by her erratic behavior, her mom dropped her off at her dad's house before her next doctor's appointment. She's like, I can't. I can't do this anymore. (laughs) (laughs) I love you, babe, but no. Uh, Her paranoid delusions got worse. She refused to sleep and started banging on the locked door, screaming, get me out of here. Then she imagined that that her father had murdered his wife. (gasps) Yeah. That must be terrifying, though, for her. Yeah, like it would be terrifying for her. But also, like the only reason she knows this is because she was saying these things out loud to her father. Like, so she's accusing her father of murdering his wife and he has to listen to this. And she's just like screaming out of control, begging on the begging on the doors, like completely going crazy and like sometimes foaming blood at the mouth. Like this is so so classically what a possession feels like and seems like. Oh, man. So like more seizures, more terrible things happen. She is in the hospital again. Uh, She tries to escape (laughs) (laughs) like she's sedated and she's restrained like it's terrible and then a doctor comes in and he's like hey draw a clock and she drew it and it was all fucked up it was like all the numbers were on one side and he's like ah ha 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 i got this boo and so she has like this horrifying brain virus or uh, inflammation of the brain and it's like really rare but this guy's like, I see this sometimes, and this is mostly diagnosed as like behavioral mental right. instability. But it's actually a physical thing. It's like something's wrong in your brain, oh and you God. just need to be treated with like these antibiotics and steroids, and she'll be totally normal again. And it's like, what? Are you sure? And she goes on this treatment, and she's perfectly fine now. Oh, like most times when this happens, it's completely misdiagnosed, and people end up in like psychiatric wards and they die because they either like it's an inflammation so like they so they can't they don't know what it is they don't yeah like it's so it's so hard to like actually do the test to figure it out like and it's so rare that nobody thinks about it oh man yeah they called this guy dr house i was gonna say this sounds like an episode of house yeah but his name is really (laughs) dr sohal najar i'm gonna say i'm not sure He's a Syrian-born neurologist, and he works at the NYU Medical Center, at least in 2009. Um, but yeah, it's a autoimmune encephalitis. I don't know. It's an inflammation of the brain. It's when um, your brain is just like attacked by antibodies, and they don't know why it happens exactly, but mm-hmm. it just happens. But yeah, so uh, yeah, after two weeks of treatment, she was fine again. Like she could finally remember. She couldn't remember what happened during that month. Right. But she could, she can remember from this point on, like after the treatment and like, so yeah. But yeah, like, so sometimes. crazy. So here's the thing. Even if you don't believe in demons, if you think demons can't get you, this random brain bullshit can get you. And it's just as bad as being possessed by a demon. So guess what, booze? Maybe you're going to get get. By so your own brain, your you own brain is gonna fucking eat possessed, you. Maybe ask if you have something wrong with your brain first, but it's not. Then call it's, a priest. You can't pick it up on CAT scans or MRIs. Like so, it's like a very specific. Oh, oh man, I closed out my thing now. That's okay. We're not doctors. <laughs> yeah, we're not doctors. We're not doctors. <laughs> but get a second opinion and yeah. a third opinion and a fourth opinion because Until all these doctors. There were so out. many doctors that saw her and was like. 
oh, I don't know, maybe it's mono. Maybe you have alcohol withdrawal. Like, yeah, no, she didn't. She had That's a real weird, shitty. Yeah, she had a. But I'm weird... glad she got it figured out. Yeah, otherwise she'd be fucking dead by now. That's crazy. Mm. So that's really cool. So hey, I just want to scare everyone about medical stuff that could happen to you. <laughs> Did you know you should be afraid of your own body turning against you because you should. Not just ghosts. Not just ghosts, or maybe ghosts are causing this horrifying yeah. d- disease. Who knows? Like, you, I don't know. But that's I so just crazy. Wanted to tell that story because it was crazy. Well, thank you. Thanks. Now I feel more informed. Yeah. Now you, you'll know. In All case right. you ever are possessed, we can take you to the hospital and be like, no, maybe she's fine. Check her brain. <laughs> draw a clock. Just, Cute. Draw a clock. Just draw a clock. Okay. Yeah. Um. So before we end the show, because I feel like we're getting there. Yeah. I have a fun little activity for us. Ooh. I'm sending it to you right now. Is it how to be possessed? No, but, uh, okay, so this was sent to me by um, Ringlords Bob. Okay, yeah. She just sent it to you in, in Facebook. Cool. Oh. So it's oh, a, no, I don't like this. It's this a BuzzFeed, like, quiz. Uh-huh. Decorate your dream home, and we'll tell you what kind of ghost is haunting it. <laughs> yes. So you go through, and you pick out how what your house would, like, your dream house would look like, oh and then it God. tells you what kind of ghost you would have in it. Oh, So I figured yeah. we'll both do it, and then we can find out what ghosts i'm wondering if you got the same thing as me oh i got i got my answer now okay what do you got all right you are so mine says you got a totally hot dude ghost oh no you got a hot dude ghost. i got a hot dude ghost not only is the ghost in your house not trying to hurt you he's actually seriously brutally sexily sex sexily sexy <laughs> he's brutally sexist um, so before you know it, you two are falling in love and even engage in a little supernatural, but still totally hot ghost sex. Oh my God. <laughs> it's like the mediator series I'm by totally, Meg Gabbett. <laughs> if I get my dream home, I will have ghost sex. Um, but sadly, there's just no way for you two to be together right now. And the hot dude ghost knows he needs to pass over so you can actually live your life. And you really do need to buy a credenza for that dining room. Oh man. <laughs> And then there's a picture of Demi Moore and Patrick Swayze in the movie Ghost kissing. Oh, nice. I got uh, the vengeful ghost of the former owners. <gasps> Probably because I decorated it so tackily. <laughs> Honestly, I have some poor, well, I have some questionable choices when I come to decorate. You just decorating. like spooky shit, that's all. Uh, no, I, well, no, I just like like really tacky colors and stuff. And I think that's what <laughs> got me this. Says, uh-oh, this isn't good. The former owners of this house died here, and they are not happy that you moved in. No matter how much you explain to them that they're, you know, dead now, all they care about is getting you out of there by any means necessary. You're going to have to battle with them if you don't want to move. The one thing you guys can agree on is your sense of style is amazing. Oh, wait. Oh. I guess they like all the lime green bullshit I picked. <laughs> I'm surprised. All right, cool. <laughs> That That's awesome. <sighs> so thank you, Ringlords Bob, yeah. for that suggestion. <laughs> that was very exciting. Oh, man. Yeah. So, yeah, I'll definitely post that once this is up. And hopefully it won't be like eight days later like I've been doing because I'm awful. Well, and procrastinate. Get on it, boo. It's fine. So shout out to Ringlords Bob. Yeah. Woo. I forgot how to do shout outs for a That's second. Okay. Um. You know, it's late. 
We started late today. We started late. We had so many technical things. And like our last few episodes have been so, like we've been done like an hour before now. Yeah. And yeah. Yeah. I mean, this is still fine. Yeah, we're we're fine. It's fine. Um, I guess probably when this comes out, I think the next, that weekend, whenever this comes out, the weekend, next, oh man, blah. So C2E2, we're going to be there. Just a reminder. Yeah. Um, let me just make sure. So it's, it's the weekend of the 20th, right? Yes. Wait, 22nd. Sorry, I was looking at May. Yeah, so <laughs> this will come out, this will come out like 17, 18, I'm not sure, whenever it can Yeah, gets, but, but it'll be the weekend after this so episode So after airs. this episode airs, um, we're going to be at C2E2. This, Again. This weekend. Not on a panel. Not on a panel. <laughs> we're going to be there though. We're going to be out. square. Come hang out with us. Yeah. Say hello. Um, we should probably post like a time of where we'll be maybe Yeah. for like half an hour and then but, people want to come like hang out with us and talk. Yeah. Or just um, tweet us when you get there. Or yeah, do that. That probably makes more sense. Yeah. Or, I mean, we could also be like, Hey, we'll meet up here at this time. But if you can't make it at that time, um, just yeah, tweet, tweet us, us or something and we'll, we'll meet up with you. Because, yeah, I don't have any plans for it. I just want to go and check it out and yeah, see too. some spooky panels. Yeah. Because I know there's going to be a couple. Do we know which ones? I don't know. Okay. I, I saw some of the guests, but I can't remember who's going anymore. I know some... I don't remember. I think Amy Bruni's going to be there. Oh, okay. I like her. And somebody else and somebody else. I can't remember else who else is going to be there. All I right. just can't remember her. So, um, yeah. So... What else? That should be fun. Yeah. Um, I guess. Oh, I guess I'm also going to Ice and Fire Con. Oh yeah. Which is probably too late for you to go, but if you want to go, go. Um, I just want to talk about that because I was so excited. Um, I bought tickets. I bought plane tickets to go because mm-hmm. I'm like, I don't want to drive. It's a ten hour drive. Oh yeah, I know. Terrible. I bought plane tickets, and the nearest airport is Roanoke. And I got so excited. I was like, holy shit. I am going to have some spare time after the convention. And I'm going to go like, and I'm going to go to Roanoke, the colony. And I'm going to be like, yeah, what's going on? I'm going to like see where it happened. And I'm going to, oh, I was so excited. And then I realized I was super dumb. And I'm going to Roanoke, Virginia and not Roanoke, South Carolina. Obviously, Roanoke was a fucking island. I just got so excited because I'm like, I really love that mystery. What happened? Like, oh, well, these people disappeared, and it's so cool and mysterious. It's and cool because you were telling it, and I totally was like, yeah. I forgot. I was I right there with you. I did not even realize that there was another Roanoke, and I'm so dumb because, of course, like I'm going to the mountains and. <laughs> Of course, I'm not on the seashore. Like, I'm not flying to that Roanoke. I should have realized immediately that this was the wrong Roanoke. But, uh, no, I thought it was the Roanoke, and it's not. So, I just want to talk about that because I was almost at the Roanoke that I wanted to be at. (laughs) But I'm not. I'm not in distance. Close in name. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, man. I'm, but I'm glad I realized this ahead of time, like now. Mm -hmm. Otherwise, when I, I would have gotten there and been like, so where's the colony? Like, I would have been talking to some locals, like, hey, where do I go to get, like, do tourist shit? Secret. 
this is a secret thing like we're doing and then people have been like oh what bitch you, you are so stupid about? you are the wrong roanoke <laughs> <laughs> you need to go like 200 miles that way I'm like oh i don't have this oh, car man. for that long sorry <laughs> well i'm excited you're going yeah when is it it's the last weekend of april okay so oh yeah. fun that's so soon yeah but i'm sure you'll have a fun time i know i'm gonna have a fun time but I'm flying United, so maybe I won't ever actually get there. I found that out today, oh. too. I was like, oh, thank God I'm not flying United. And then I checked my itinerary. I'm like, oh, shit, it actually is United. So I'm going to actually end up, I'm not maybe never even going to get there. Who knows? Well, hopefully that's not what happens. <laughs> or I might never get home. <laughs> Show them your ghost leggings. Yeah. And... I'll kick them with my ghost leggings and yeah. I'll get beat up more. Um... I can't also, wear leggings on a United flight. That's against the rules. Is it really? No, it's only for oh. it's only against the rules if you're like uh, a family member of a United person. If you're flying for free because your family works for United, you can't wear leggings. You have to wear business casual. I'm serious. This is a thing. Yeah, Holy some teenage shit. girls got kicked off a United I flight. I thought that was a joke. No. Oh my god. It's all United. Like, and I they just... all suck all the time. Like I heard about it, I'm like that can't be. Real. No, it's true. And I didn't like think to even like look into it any no, further. It's and... true. Oh my god! It's because their mom was a pilot or a flight attendant or something. No, because they're they have special tickets because they get oh. they get to fly for free for some. Okay. But they were wearing leggings, and that's against the dress code if you get if you're part of the United family. PPTPD. Well, I work in a business setting and i wear leggings all the fucking time so yeah. i'm about to make it the business norm yeah i mean it is the business norm everyone wears leggings all the damn time like <sighs> like no real pants anymore real pants are for squares don't make people real wear real pants that's so mean those buttons Ugh, gross i hate them mm, zippers no oh, thank you no thanks leggings all the time i just want to pull them up <laughs> If they're not leggings, they're gonna be jeggings. Yes. <laughs> oh. Um, but we're also this. It's a little later. We're also doing Colossal Con. Yes. Also so later this year. Uh, if July? you're gonna be June, June. It's some first week of June. Okay, June. First week of June. We're going to Colossal Con. It's like technically part of May, and then into June. Um. But yeah, I. I would like to record an episode there. Awesome. Well, we'll steal we some can. equipment from here. <laughs> <laughs> if we're able to, I'd like to. I think it would be cool. Um, yeah, I think we'll. I think we can. Maybe we're not going to be able to record something super fancy, but we can do it. It's just a little can, short. Yeah. Thing. Yeah. Or really and it goes in this pool. Right. <laughs> <laughs> Coming to you from the uh, Kalahari hot tub. Yeah. <laughs> With our comically large fruity drinks. Oh, God. <laughs> God, they're so expensive. They are expensive, but, but they're delicious. They are so delicious. Um, but yeah, so if you're going to ColossalCon, it's the anime convention in Ohio. In Sandusky, Ohio at the water park. Yeah. Um, you can't get to, well, you can get passes, but um, I'm pretty sure all hotels are sold out by now. Probably. I mean, um, if, you, if you live nearby or. Yeah. Or maybe know. if you, I, I mean, sometimes the rooms have openings. Yeah, um, so or check, you like, could the... probably stay off site too. Yeah, but... but I don't even know if those are open. Mm, yeah, I mean, maybe. So give it a shot if you want to go, um, yeah. or if you're already going, come find us. Yeah, we'll be in the pool. 
The entire time. All the time. The entire time. I was like, I don't so think I give a times. fuck about any of those panels. I just want to be in those pools I, yeah, all I the mean, time. <laughs> like, I want to. Don't go tell to... Colossal Con that I may not get a pass. Uh, <laughs> I won't tell, but Colossal Con might hear this. <laughs> just kidding. I'm getting a pass. <laughs> I already got. I, actually, I don't even know if I bought my pass yet. It might turn out to be like I last buy it year. Really early. Here's the thing. Last year, I thought I bought my pass, and I guess I didn't. Oh, because I was like, I don't know. I have a room. Why would I not buy a pass? And I guess right. I never did. For some reason, I always I put it off and then I just assumed I had bought one. Mm-hmm. And I got there. I was like, where's my ticket? And they're like, you didn't buy one. <laughs> and I checked my PayPal and I'm like, oh, I guess I did not buy one. That's so funny. <laughs> I'll buy one now. Thank you. <laughs> I'm not sure if I did that again this year because I don't remember if I bought my yeah, pass. No. I, I have no idea. I don't think I bought mine yet. I still haven't bought my CTE2 pass yet. Oh, that I'll just buy the day of. Okay. I might do Sunday too. Yeah. The family day. Yeah. I wasn't know if I didn't know if I wanted to do like just to get the whole weekend or just Saturday. If or... anyone knows anyone to get us a weekend pass, that'd be cool. We'll see. I'll see if it's cheaper to do a, a weekend or a Saturday, Sunday. It's probably cheaper for a weekend. Probably. It's probably pretty expensive right now. I didn't check the prices. I didn't look either. I don't know. I don't want to look. Cause... The only reason I want to go on Sunday is because I want to take my niece and nephew. Oh, okay. They liked going last year. Cool. Yeah, a lot of fun. Okay, so um, is there anything else we're missing? I'm oh, we didn't do us. recommendations, but I guess I you, did my you, yeah, my you did. Andrea Perrin book. Yeah, that's a uh, yeah. So I, I'm I, gonna pick it up. I want to read it for I sure. I think I read that one, but it was a while ago. Okay, so I would also like to recommend it <laughs> if I read that one. <laughs> but a lot of that things, those things sounded familiar, and I'm pretty sure I bought that after listening to her interview on Darkness okay. Radio. So I just don't quite remember because that was years ago, literally. Yeah, I think it was like it's an older book. Yeah. Um, but check us out. Um, we have Instagram, f- Twitter, Facebook yeah. group. Well, I specifically page. wanted to point out our Facebook group. So, like, oh, okay. tw- if you listen to this and you are not part of our Facebook group, please join our Facebook group. You're missing out on a lot of fun stuff that we post. Yeah. Um, and on Instagram and Twitter. I yeah. mean, it's not just our episodes. We post pictures and we see you listening. We just don't see you like on our groups and stuff. Yeah, <laughs> we would love some more interaction. So. Yeah. Um, you can email us at theghosthose at gmail.com. Um, tweet at us at theghosthose. Instagram at us at theghosthose. Um, yeah. Uh, subscribe to us oh, on yeah. iTunes and Stitcher and whatever else. Comment, you might review. Use. Uh, yeah. Do all those things and then comment, be review, Sub- subscribe. Oh man, I we gotta fi- we gotta figure comment, out a comment, nice review, script. Su- subscribe. We gotta find a script for ourselves so we can always remember how to plug ourselves. Yeah, I don't know. I mean, no one listens to the plugs at the end, but you should because there might be a surprise at the end. End. Right. You never I know. Our, it's usually a surprise to me too. Yeah. <laughs> so. Like what's gonna be here now? <laughs> um, and again, if you have suggestions on ghost stories you want to hear ghost like haunted places you want to hear about let yes. us know yes tell us through any of those social media outlets so yeah cool yeah yeah all right well um 
So this will be the podcast before C2E2. So yes. we hope to see you there. Please come out if you're in the area yes. and come hang out with us. We'd love that for sure. Faux show. So, all right. All right. Bye, booze. Ghost Hub.